0: Hey everyone, this is Leela Sinha. Welcome to Power Pivot, the podcast, version two. This is where we talk about business, leadership, ethics, community, and the way it all fits together. I'm glad you're here. Do not forget how small you are. You are a tiny bottle of perfume poured into the ocean. I want to talk a little bit today about prayer. Now, I know this is a dicey subject. Those of you who are not religious, stay with me. I was raised atheist and agnostic, and my theism is very peculiar. When I learned to pray, I had no one to pray to. And so I had to reconceive the entire idea of prayer. I had always thought of it as asking a non-existent entity to do something for me, but why would they? Why would they do something for me, even if they existed, which they didn't? Science and logic, every, everything that I had at my disposal said No. So why, why would I even bother to ask if there was no one to listen and no response to be had? The answer turned out to be because it connected me to the larger network of humanity, And it got me really clear about where I thought I needed help. Initially, it wasn't really petitionary prayer. Petitionary prayer is the kind where you ask for something. But it gets complicated because if you've ever seen Fiddler on the Roof, where Tevye is kind of arguing with God, dialoguing with God, in conversation with God all the time, That feeling felt really familiar to me when I was 8 and 10 and 12 and watching the movie and the play and learning all of the songs because I was that kid. But there was no one to talk to. There was no one there. And yet, humans kept coming through for me. Humans from unexpected places kept coming through for me. It turned out that humans, that the behavior of humans was the thing that most people attributed to God, and it didn't matter that I was a young atheist. It was still useful to think about talking to something bigger than me, even if the bigger than me was the earth I stood on and the people around me. Unitarian Universalist kids get really good really fast at explaining complex religious concepts to their peers, and I was no exception. And I started to tell people that I wasn't a theist, but (laughs) there were these things that I experienced in the world where something would show up just when I needed it, where I would get clear about what was next necessary, and that next necessary thing would happen, where I would just know what to do. I got very accustomed to that just knowing. Some people called it intuition. I thought of it that way. I still think of it that way. I don't think that humans are ourselves unmagical or unsacred. I'm a Unitarian Universalist, and I believe, many of us, but not all of us believe this way, that human life and life in general and the the entire entity of the planet is sacred, that all of these moving parts are part of one thing, that we are simultaneously individual and interconnected. So if we are simultaneously individual and interconnected, then surely there must be some use in expressing need when we are ourselves too small to scent the ocean. In the face of even more crises than we already had, I have been deeply drawn to some kind of practice of prayer. I don't have a traditional prayer practice in the usual Christian sense because I'm not Christian and I never was and that way of dialoguing with those kinds of entities isn't isn't part of how my bones and flesh are made. So I asked myself, This morning, last night, in the middle of the night, when I was awake and fretting over some of the things that are much too big for me to affect on my own, I asked myself, why? (laughs) Why did I think that I wanted to pray? I felt that I wanted to pray. And to whom? And how is this going to work? Now, I have developed a theism. There are entities to which I could pray for support, for help. But they tend to be a little like tarot cards. They tend to talk back and say things like, well, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) They tend to kind of tell me that I'm being foolish and that I already know what I'm doing. And occasionally they'll give me a pointer, a piece of advice a drop of wisdom, but mostly it's stop getting so stuck in your own stuff. Get up, see the sun, move your body. Do the things you know to do for the people who are in front of you. And that's where I wanted to come to today Do the things you know to do for the people who are in front of you. It's not that you don't care about people on the other side of the world. Or even, let's be real, on the other side of your state or county. On the other side of your city, even. It's that whatever is yours to do needs to be done, and it needs to be done well. It needs to be done in this moment very well if you can do it, which means not doing the other stuff, right? Not, not expending your energy too much on things that are not yours to do. And instead being exquisitely yourself so that your piece of the pie gets done. And it's not about productivity. And it's not necessarily about direct service. It could be those things, but it could be so much more. It could be, if you are a praying sort of person, that what you need to do next is pray. It could be, if you are a writing sort of person, that what you need to do next is write. Maybe you need to journal first, get all that flotsam and jetsam off the top of your head, and then write something for public consumption. It could be, that what you need to do next is feed the birds on your windowsill or take a picture of that exquisite flower with the dew still on it. It could be that you need to say hello to that person on the corner. To think that the small acts of humanness that come naturally are somehow inadequate to the task is to miss the fact that we are ultimately being human together on the planet. And yes, there are massive crises going on. Crises at a scale that most of us have not lived through yet. And also, it may be that your work today is to get clear about what you need help on and to speak that need into the world. This has been Power Pivot, the podcast. I'm your host, Leela Sinha. Thank you for listening. I offer gratitude for the earth and sky and the support and care of many who cross my path. Our post-production assistance is provided by William Jameson, and you can find him at jamesonav.net. You can find more of me and my work, including leadership consulting and keynotes, at intensiveinstitute.com.